Hey, and welcome to the Magic Kathy Show. I am here today with Jenna Black, and I'm so excited to talk to her because she's the queen of abundance and of money. And I know that all of the podcasts that I did before that basically were surrounded around the topic of money were so well listened by you. So I know that everything that Jenna has to provide us with today will be really, really insightful. So first of all, welcome, Jenna. Thanks, Kathy. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Would you want to introduce yourself just so we kind of know who you are, what you're doing and why you are called the Abundant Boss? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I'm Jenna Black. I'm the founder of a website called Abundant Boss. And it's really a platform and a community for women like yourself, spiritual visionary women, those leaders in the world who want to really create abundance on every level of their life. So I help women with really tapping into their purpose and showing up as the fullest expression of themselves and raising not just their self-worth, but their net worth along the way. So looking at turning that purpose into prosperity so that they can really make the biggest impact in the world. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And what I just love about your whole business is that it's, of course, it's about abundance and money, but at the same time, it's so spiritual, which obviously attracts me because sometimes mm -hmm. the topic of money can just be yeah really masculine and really out there and for a lot of spiritual leaders or people in spiritual businesses it can be really a topic we don't want to really look into mm. so what got you into the more spiritual side of money yeah well it's such a good point because i think that money really is like it has such a negative view for so many people and we do see it as like that masculine kind of icky kind of energy. And so I'm really passionate about helping women see that there's a beautiful feminine spiritual side to money. And what got me into that was really going through my own struggles with money in business and like early years of my business I was very much in my masculine mm. um, I came from the fashion industry and in a really high pressure environment that was very much based on like working long hours and you know just taking lots of action and being busy all the time and um, when I moved into my business I was still kind of stuck in that cycle of mm. working harder working in my masculine energy and thinking that to make more money, I needed to just put in more hours or work harder or figure out like a that strategy that's, you know, what's the secret strategy to success, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. you know? <laughs> and, um, and then I was coming up against my own money issues. Like I really was struggling to create consistent income, but also to make money in a way that felt good. You know, when I received money, it didn't feel great because I was kind of doing things that weren't really in alignment with my, with who I really am and with my purpose. And so I just went on this big exploration journey of, you know, why is this happening for me? And I, I didn't even know what money mindset was back mm -hmm. then. Um, and so that just opened up this whole new world of me exploring money mindset and feminine energy in my business. And I realized, you know, the more that I actually looked at my feminine energy and trusted my intuition, the more money I started to make. And the more that I created, not just wealth, but abundance on every level. That's what I talk about a lot in my, in my message is money. Sorry, abundance is not just about money. Abundance yeah. is, you know, spiritual, energetic, physical, emotional. And, you know, the more that I kind of stood, took a step back and like tapped into my soul and tapped into my intuition, the more I was starting to create abundance financially, but on all those other levels of my life as well, like more purpose in my work and enjoying my work and, and speaking with confidence and 
just everything shifted. And so I got really passionate about helping other women with that. And I just think it's so important that we change our perspective around money because money can be so beautifully feminine and it's really a beautiful way for us to make our impact and share our purpose on a bigger mm-hmm. scale with the world. So yeah, that's a little bit about what wow. I went through. <laughs> that's so beautiful. Also because I feel like, yeah, it's, it's like the biggest shift we can make is to see that feminine energy is the most magnetic and it's just like, it's receiving energy in, in, mm. in the whole, like, that's, that's all it is. And of course it makes you more successful and attracts more money into your life if you are mm. in your receiving energy. But I think a lot of people still to this day are just in this mindset or in this belief that they have to work harder in order to receive mm-hmm. something. And it goes back to your self-worth. Do I even deserve to have money if I don't do anything? Um, mm-hmm. And that, that's <laughs> such a beautiful shift to make in, in my opinion. And Yeah, I, I just love that whenever I look at your content or whatever you do, it makes it seem so easy <laughs> to make money, which is kind of like strange for a lot of people. And even for me, yeah. I was like, in the beginning, I was like, what is she doing? It's, it seems so easy for her. <laughs> yeah, I, I get told that a lot, you know, oh, how, how, how is it so easy? And I think it really is about tapping into that receiving energy. It's our natural state to be abundant. It's really who we are. So when I work with women, it's about remembering that you are the energy of abundance. Like that is, that is who you are. And we're always tapped into source energy to universal energy. And so then when we take action, so, you know, obviously there's work involved and I call it like purposing rather than working, like everything has purpose behind it. When we are taking that action though, it's coming from a space of being connected to source energy and to who we really are. And you know, when you show up in that space, things feel easier. So it's like, you might still be like, you know, working, you know, throughout the day or whatever it looks like taking action throughout the day, but it's not in this sense of taking action to get something or to, you know, I have to do this so I can make my money, my money goal happen. It's more in the sense of this feels really good to do this and it feels fun to do this. So it gets to be easy <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm helping other people and then I get to receive back and it's this beautiful cycle and circulation of money as well. So I think like when people see my brand, they see that ease to it because everything I do has purpose behind it and I allow it to be fun and playful because when I show up and take action, I know that I'm helping women and that makes me super happy. And I know that I'm, I'm living my purpose. And then I also decide that I get to receive for that. So it's, yeah, it's just a bit getting to that like circulation of like the Mm. give and the receive is really powerful. Yeah. And also like the whole uh, point that you made in having fun in your business and not seeing it as hard work per se, mm-hmm. because I know mm-hmm. a lot of people can fall into this cycle and they feel the pressure to create more programs, create more offers and mm-hmm. constantly put something out there. But I, I mean, in, you obviously create offers and put stuff out there, but the way that I uh, see your business is really different to other people's businesses because you, mm. you're not like constantly on Instagram stories or you're not constantly producing podcasts. You're, you're not like not constantly putting something out there, but still you're, you're successful. And that's something that is really fascinating for me because I know that I should do a little bit less to receive probably more, but obviously mm. it, it's not so easy to do that. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think it's about identifying, 
you know, what actions are you taking that don't feel aligned? Mm. You know, and are you taking action from the space of like, as I said before, like this has to make me money or I hope I get clients through creating this piece of content or, you know, that's when we shift back into the masculine, like fear-based mindset. And so we have to come back out of that and say, well, if I took action today as my higher self, what would that look like in a space uh, from a perspective of giving back to the people that I'm here to serve? Like how can I make an impact in their life? Mm. And so when I do show up and create content, which often, often I go, you know, I am quite consistent, but I often will like disappear for a week and just be like, you know, working with clients or like working my paid programs. When I do that, it's because if things aren't flowing for me, I don't share it. Like I have to be sharing from a space of this is going to give value to my community and actually transform someone's life rather than just creating more noise online and adding to the noise online because it's so busy, right? Like everyone's got so much stuff going on. Yeah. And so when I, when I show up, I, I show up with a lot of intention. And I also believe that our energy gets to always be in that space of receiving for us as well. So, you know, like you don't always have to be showing up every day and be super visible to receive. You get to let your business work for you as an energetic container as well and, yeah. and for you to just receive for being who you are. And that also looks like bringing in that fun element that we were just talking about, you know, allowing life and business to kind of merge together and just trusting what you what you most need each day. And that could be, you know, some days I go down to the beach and I like, I might do like a post on Instagram, but then the rest of the day I might be like journaling or, you know, working with my paid clients or whatever it is. I'm not always kind of showing up, but I know that when I do show up, it has more energy behind it. Mm. So, yeah, we can definitely yeah. feel that. But did you mm -hmm. ever have a feel? Did you ever feel the pressure to put stuff out there? Because I know that obviously mm. comparison is a big topic for everyone. And when mm. we see other people just constantly putting stuff out there, it can put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And I'm pretty sure you. You weren't born with like the whole trust <laughs> that you have today. No way. So, so I'm always curious how your journey has looked like in that component. Yeah, for sure. And absolutely. I mean, it's taken me a long time to get to this point. It's not something that has always been the case for me. And, and actually, when I think about my journey in business, I'm going into my fifth year soon. Probably only the last year has really been in this like more ease and flow and feminine flow. Before that, I was still kind of figuring out my way and a lot of comparison was coming up and a lot of, um, you know, self-judgment, like, am I doing enough? Maybe I should work harder, you know, maybe I should sign up for this training so I can learn how to build yeah. a sales funnel or, you know, <laughs> and it's, there's so much stuff going on and that stuff, you know, strategy is important. I'm not saying strategy isn't important, but I think it's easy to get caught up in what other people are doing. And one of the big things that really worked for me was just having a daily practice around my intuition and connecting back to my vision and who I am. Um, and so I always like, you know, work with my clients around a morning ritual or some sort of a daily ritual to continue to tap back into your, the clarity around your vision and what you truly want to be, do and have with your life and know that every action that you take should be in alignment with that. And so I just started to really use that as a guide line each day so kind of saying you know if my vision was already done and available how would I show up today what would be the actions I would take um rather than like you know immediately going onto Instagram which I used to do I used yeah. to open my phone in the morning like my alarm would go off I'd lie in bed and literally like straight away scroll on Instagram and you know that's so bad for your mindset and for your your energy and everything like that because I was so 
not certain in who I was or in my message then. So I was really caught up in a lot of comparison. So I've definitely gone through huge amounts of comparison. Um, sometimes it will still kind of trigger back and I have to just come back into, no, this is who I am and I choose to trust my intuition and follow my own blueprint for success. And I think everyone can really benefit from that. Yeah, definitely. How does your daily routine then look like your daily spiritual practice or whatever you do every day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of varies here and there. Um, and it will definitely vary um, when I have my baby. She's arriving in a few yeah. months time. So when she comes, I'm sure it's going to change even more. But for now, my routine, typically in the morning, I, you know, I'm a big believer in a morning ritual to set myself up for success throughout the day and just be in that energy and vibration of my higher self. So just like I was saying before, I always do some sort of vision work and clarity work. It's usually journaling, mm. big fan of journaling. I know you have a yeah, course on too. journaling. But I was just looking, <laughs> yeah, it looks awesome. Or a membership hub um, that looks really cool. And I love journaling. I think it's so powerful. So every day I'm always writing, I call it writing your reality and I'm always stating everything as if it's already done. Um, so really tapping into that vision. And, and for me, it's really important to have my journaling practice be about my soul clients and about my community as much as it is about the life that I'm creating for myself. You know, how can I impact them? How can I make, how can I go deeper on my purpose? What would it look like to show up for them and to give value for them? Um, and so my journaling practice is probably the main thing in my morning. And then from that space, I'm usually pulling an Oracle card or doing a meditation or even going for a walk or I kind of just pull on like my toolkit of <laughs> spiritual tools and see what feels good. Yeah. Um, but there's always like a, a beautiful morning routine that I love. It's my favorite part of the day. And from that space, I love to kind of connect with my higher self and that version of me living my best life already mm. and really call on her to guide me forward. And then the rest of my day is guided by that morning routine. And I think that's really important because I used to be someone that would react to everything happening straight away and not have any focus on my inner world. And over the years, I've realized that, you know, most of my success comes from the inner work first and my mindset and my energy. And then the action I take is guided from that. And it just makes such a big difference. You know, I used to take action from just waking up and reacting and trying to post things and, you know, <laughs> just like blasting stuff on the internet. And that never worked. And so, you know, I really work with women around creating that inner world first and you're working on your mindset and your vibration first. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my day looks like yeah the morning routine and then the aligned actions from there. And then I continue to kind of check back into my vision or I always just kind of take a moment throughout the day and be really intentional with what I'm next working on so that I'm not kind of reacting to mm. clients or social media or whatever's going on. Yeah, it's like that's so magical. And I know that you have a lot of uh, podcast episodes also about how you do your morning routines or like basically routines for wealth and for abundance, which I love. Yeah. And I love that they are so, so kind of short. So you can mm -hmm. always like kind of between the day or like throughout the day, I just listen to them and I'm like uplifted and I'm back in my spirit because sometimes obviously yeah. throughout the day you get caught up in stuff and then it's good to have a little reminder. So I really love Absolutely. that. Um, what would you, because you were talking about it, what would you say is your purpose? Like how did you find your purpose or why do you know it's your purpose? 
Yeah, well, (laughs) it's a big big question in a way because I feel like it's, which is a a great question because I I love when I see people in their purpose, you can just tell, you know. Um, For me, like back to childhood and growing up, I was always very shy and introverted and didn't have much confidence in myself. I really lacked in self-worth. And then when I was a teenager, I went through a really severe Um, stage of depression and so that like stage of my life had really was the rock bottom Mm. that now I look back on it I started to build these steps towards the work that I do now you know helping women with their self-worth and their abundance and you know even my whole 20s like up to my late 20s was this period I call my 20s like my numb decade like I was just like numb to my intuition I was kind of turned off from my purpose and I was really trying to follow the crowd and figure out how to fit in and, you know, like just not really trusting myself and not having a lot of confidence and self-worth. And that was really reflected in my, in my world and in the work I was doing. And so there was a part of me that just knew that there was something better for me. I was working in the fashion industry for many years and I knew that there was something better for me. And I started to go on a personal development journey myself. And that started with my health first. I was having a lot of health issues and adrenal fatigue And so I started to just start to eat better and learn about um, nutrition. I studied um, health coaching and just started to open myself up to this whole world of personal development that I had actually touched on when I was younger. I used to read, you know, tarot cards when I was a teenager and have crystals, but I kind of like left that part of me and kind of shut it off a little bit. Um, So then in my late 20s, I kind of started to rediscover it when I was working um, at my nine to five job in the fashion industry. And it's almost like my soul was like, come on, like you got to move out of this industry and and do something. Yeah, it was really interesting. I kept getting these intuitive hits of like, um, you know, I discovered health coaching and I discovered um, my naturopath and just all these people started coming into my life that started to really open up my personal development journey. And so that was really where it all started to come together. And I quit my job. (laughs) When I quit my job, I think everyone in my life thought I was crazy (laughs) because I had a really successful job. And on the outside, I was kind of like living my best life. I would, you know, I'd travel with this job. We'd have parties all the time. It was really fun, but deep down it wasn't. My soul was like crushed by that environment. And when I quit my job, I went into health coaching first. That was what I studied to be a holistic health coach. And that was my first business. Um, And then through that, it was just really a pattern of like trusting my intuition and coming into a deeper space of alignment. Mm. And that wasn't an overnight thing. That took me probably like three years to really get to the point where, as I said about my money scarcity before and my own money struggles, going through that raised a whole lot of awareness for me around my whole lack of self-worth. It wasn't just the money piece. It was coming from my lack of self-worth. And then I realized, well, of course I had this because I went through the depression when I was younger. I was, you know, really, always a shy person, an introverted kid. And it was just this whole, it was almost like I could look back through my whole life and realize that this is why I'm discovering this now. I've gone through all of these things that have led me here. Um, And so then it was just me diving into that and looking at, you know, I started Abundant Boss from that point. I knew I wanted to work with women around money mindset and abundance. And then over the years, it's just become this beautiful immersion of helping women really tap into who they are and Mm -hmm. I had to do that myself and so I think my purpose really came by me going through my own experience and transforming myself and just 
not even being too far ahead of my clients, just like taking the steps and then teaching it. Yeah, and then taking like, them with forward. You, basically. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I'm a really big believer in that. Like I love, you know, people say, oh, you're a leader, but I still see that I'm like leading and walking alongside yeah. my leader. Oh, know? I love that, yeah. Yeah, because I don't ever want to be like on a pedestal or anything <laughs> like that. And I think that our mentors, we can look up to them and put them up here, but really they're just like us. And and I wanted women to know that they're just as capable. Um, mm. And so, yeah, my purpose has really just been, it's been a long, long journey, but I think for everyone it is, it is like that. And it's just about yeah. really trusting your intuition and continuing to realize that the things you went through or the things that came natural to you when you were younger are probably the things that are part of your purpose. Absolutely. But like, yeah. <laughs> and it's so, it's so crazy. Um, you know, when I think about being a younger kid, I was always the nurturer. I was always someone that wanted to look after people and let them feel heard and, and mm. give them space. And so that's what I do now as a coach and as a mentor. And yeah. so, yeah, it's just, it's been an amazing, amazing journey. <laughs> that's so incredible. And uh, do you just remember how old you were briefly when you started to tap more into your purpose? Because I, I always, I don't know, I like to see that from an astrological point of view and I feel like maybe it was like mm -hmm. 27 28 and it's always it a was. Saturn return for people which is <laughs> it was my Saturn return perfect yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm 32 now so it was about five years ago when I started studying health coaching and I was still working in fashion and then I started my first business so it was it's so funny because it literally was my Saturn return I think when I work with clients going through that it's so powerful to see mm -hmm. the transformations that happen around that time Yeah, wow. And I mean, it also really reassures you how supported you are by the universe, because it's just like, if you didn't get it until that point, you will just get it back like then. And that's yeah. just so incredible, because you will always be reminded, no matter what you do, will, you will always be reminded of your purpose, because the universe just has ways to tell you, basically. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's just about listening to that, you know, exactly. and I think that was the biggest thing for me. It was like, okay, really listening to this, like I'm getting all these signs of what I should be leaning into and just going for it. So, wow. Yeah, I also really love that you still, like you, you, you mentioned basically that you are introverted and still to this day, I assume that you are more of an introvert, but still you just, you're a perfect role model that you can still be successful because I know a lot of people, they just assume that if you are introverted, you can't be successful or it will mm. be hard because you will have to play a role to always be more extroverted to just get seen. And I know that that this could be a mm. big struggle. So how did you deal with that? Yeah, it's so, it's um, so common. I think a lot of the women, most of the people that I work with are actually introverted. Mm. Um, I think it's very common in our kind of industry, but um, the way that I worked with it was understanding that it was actually a superpower and not a weakness. I used Ooh. to think it was a weakness, <laughs> you know, and I used to think like, Oh, if you're not extroverted, then you're not confident. And I think that's a misconception as well as the introverted equals not confident, mm. but shyness and not confident and unconfidence is different, right? Like it's a totally different thing. Introversion, introversion is an energetic thing. Yeah. And it just means that you need to look after your energy more and have more downtime and you recharge from being alone. And so the way that I dealt with that was really creating my lifestyle to support my energy um, and creating my business to support my energy. So I'm really big on boundaries in terms of, you know, working with clients, even like, you know, they know when to expect to hear from me. Um, I, 
I do a lot of like energetic protection um, before I talk to people and afterwards and when I'm doing trainings in my courses or whatever it might be. I just, I'm really in tune with looking after my energy as my number one priority. Um, and I think for me, it was just accepting that I can and deciding that I can be introverted and still be a leader and still show up and speak. Mm -hmm. And it's just that when I do that, I know I need downtime after and I need to kind of protect myself going into it a little bit more. So it's just about making some small changes um, and not like, you know, if in my schedule in the day, I don't jam pack it with things, you know, um, today you're the only interview I'm doing. Some days I'll do like maximum two interviews. And then I know that that's like my cap for the day in terms yeah. of like speaking and, and, um, and doing interviews and media, things like that. So I just have built my business and my lifestyle around that. Um, and I think that's really important if people are listening and they're introverted as well to put that first and prioritize your energy yeah. and have a lot of time in between. So have, have bigger breaks or, you know, do things in the morning and then have the afternoon off or whatever works for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I love that you said that you really take care of your energy and that you have actually a kind of a toolkit to protect your energy. So mm. I'm really curious how that looks like for you. Yeah. Well, I use a whole lot of different things. I mean, I like on a physical level, I have like Palo Santo spray and I am always Palo Santoing my house. I've got it here with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, like, so, you know, I'm always like cleansing my space, like before, even before I talk to people and after. Um, and then in terms of like my energetic protection, I always call on like Archangel Michael or my spirit guides to just protect me with white, golden light surround me with white golden light and then I love to do cord cutting meditations and things like that and it's you know obviously I love my work I love every single person I get to interact with but it's just that their energy needs to be separate and you know we I think it's important for everybody to kind yes. of recall your energy um, and so I usually have an evening routine that I use as well in terms of like I do a cord cutting meditation or I just again, just like kind of ask that all my energy is reclaimed and recalled and that anyone else's is sent back to them. And that's something that's really been powerful for me to just, you know, have those little daily rituals that I can use to look after it. Yeah, definitely. It's something that I strongly recommend to everybody because we yeah. just don't know how impactful it can be to be surrounded by other people. It can just, I mean, I see that also from a human design perspective, depending on how many open centers you have, you just take in more energy. And I can just assume that you probably have a lot of open centers as well. And yeah. so it can be really difficult to know what is my energy and what is the energy of everybody else, basically. Absolutely. And I'm very empathic and I always have been like that. And yeah. when I was younger, I never used to know how to deal with it, you know, so I would feel so many different emotions because I think I was feeling other people's yeah. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. And so over the years, I've just learned those different techniques to kind of differentiate between like what is mine and what's not and to send that back to them with love and to just, yeah, like cut the cords to anyone else's energy yeah. that I've that I've come into contact with. And I think it's a beautiful thing for everyone to do that. It's just a really great way to look after yourself and your energetic field. And yeah, it's really powerful. Perfect. What would be your best tip for people that just want to kind of tap more in their, into their abundance and kind of change the relationship to money as well? Because it can be a really painful topic, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think it's about firstly just having that awareness of what you believe about money and what you mm -hmm. think. And just being aware of the thoughts and the stories going through your head because from that space, like the curiosity and the awareness of it is the power. 
because then you get to change your story. And so I think a lot of the time we're just like unconsciously living out other people's beliefs about yeah. money and, and about life in general. So when I first started doing this work, I realized that I was living out a lot of my parents' beliefs around how I should follow, you know, the steps in life and what I should be doing and how money works. And, and I realized that it didn't feel like my truth anymore. And so what I would recommend for people is to just be aware, like, what do you think about money? What are your beliefs around money? Is that yours or will you pass that from someone mm. else and likely 99% <laughs> chance that it's someone else's belief? Yeah. And then from that space, you get to say, okay, well, if I were truly tapped into my soul and my higher self, and if I really, you know, take a moment to close your eyes and tune into that universal, infinite, abundant energy, what do you know to be true instead? And what would you decide instead? And then with that new belief that you want to anchor in, okay, what action do I now take? You know, so you need to change the pattern that comes with the belief as well. Um, I really, yeah, I just think that having awareness is the first thing. That's the number one thing I want everyone oh, yeah. to know. And, and even give yourself, I, you know, I always do this with my, um, with my clients, like give yourself 24 hours to be super like hyper aware of everything going on internally. Mm -hmm. The stories you say to yourself, how you speak about money or about yourself to other people. Like what are the conversations you have? Even things where, you know, we catch ourselves saying, oh yeah, money is evil or like that person's wealthy. So therefore they're evil or nasty or whatever, you know, these assumptions and stories mm -hmm. that we make up and just kind of calling back your energy and saying, okay, well, is that true? And is this what I want to create? Like, is it, you know, obviously we're always manifesting and our inner world is always manifesting and our beliefs are always creating our external world. So is that what you want to create into your life or do you want to change the story? And yeah, I think it's just really powerful to know that you get to change that story. And, and that takes consistency and the subconscious mind takes a little while to get on board, but do the daily journaling, write it down, write down your new beliefs, tap into that version of you who is your most abundant self. And as I said at the very start, like abundance is who we are. Abundance is our natural state. So tap back into that and then take action from that space. And that yeah. will just change so much. I love that so much. And yeah, definitely like if you scroll through Instagram, then scroll through Jenna's account because I love your quotes. I always save them Thank and I'm you. always like, yes, like every quote you put up there, <laughs> I'm like, yes, because it's so it's different than what you've seen elsewhere. It's just like you can really feel that you put your own energy into these quotes and you write Thank them you. your own probably of, of course you do and mm -hmm. that's just it, it just makes such a di big difference and I just love how your energy also reflect is reflective in, in these quotes as well so Thank let you. our listeners know where we can find you because I'm pretty sure everyone wants to stalk <laughs> you now <laughs> yeah well I would love for people to come and connect I'm always wanting to chat and meet new people um, so they can find me at abundantboss.com which is my website and then on Instagram at jennablack.inc um, and I also have my podcast which is the Jenna Black show which is on iTunes or Spotify you can just search for that yeah, so yeah, I will say hi. <laughs> yeah, definitely go head over to Jenna and I'm definitely going to link everything down below in the show notes so you can find her. Um, thank you so much for your time and your insights because for me, it was really like impactful to see how you obviously are in real life, like having a conversation with you, but also like the way you came 
here to be because of, of course you didn't wake up and were just like the abundant bus. It, it was a journey. Mm -hmm. And most of the time for people that are good in something, they went through really hard times with the exact same topic. And that's, that's what's, what's so inspiring also about your journey. Because I know yeah. I, I've seen that you were a holistic health coach and I, I think I actually have known you from that. But mm -hmm. then I, I, I didn't, I wasn't just into the topic, so I didn't follow you anymore. And then I rediscovered that you had a completely new business and I was like yeah. so uh, attracted by you, which also speaks to that you were in your purpose or you are in your purpose now because it makes you more magnetic as well. Yeah. Thank you, Kathy. I appreciate that so much. And I think it's such a good reminder, like you said, like everybody that has a purpose has probably gone through that similar thing, yeah. you know? So if you're going through a struggle right now, ask yourself like, well, maybe this is part of my bigger purpose. Mm. Maybe this is meant for me, you know? And like, what is it doing for me? Um, I think that's really powerful for everyone to take away. So yeah, thank yeah. you for having me. It's been really fun. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you're okay. welcome. Um, yeah. You basically can head over to Jenna and um, we will hear each other next week. I'm so excited. So have a good week. Bye-bye. <laughs>